the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Hi, Facebook friends and fans. So good to be with you again today. We're kind of in a rush rush trying to get through this because we had a lot going on today. And you know, isn't that the, I mean, my, my schedule seems to always be busy, 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 busy. And sometimes on another end is that we're at a point in our lives where we don't know what to do next. Have you ever experienced that? I know that I have a lot of friends that are in this predicament right now. And so today's message is talking about what to do next and how to figure that all out. And so bear with me right now because that's what we're going to talk about. So I always ask the Lord to be part of the show because he, I want it to be his words and his message coming through me. And so, dear Heavenly Father, I just lift up this time to you, and I just ask that you guide my words, that you give me discernment in my thought process, in the uh, delivery of what's being said. Lord, just help me to stay focused and on target with what you want the message to be. In all these things we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So in preparing for this today... I always talk about what's going on in my life. And what's going on in my life is that uh, my daughter has actually uh, kind of introduced me to something new. And like I didn't have enough on my plate already. But in listening to what she's saying, she's a school teacher and she's an artist and she's a photographer. And now she's involved in this business venture. And she says, Mom, I want you to check this out. And me being the protective mommy that I am, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't something bad for her to be involved in. And so she pulled me in and I checked it out and made sure that it was safe and it was good for her. And it's really wonderful. And to listen to her talk now about finances and, uh, you know, different decisions on what to do with your money. And uh, I heard a dance instructor this last weekend when I went up to San Luis Obispo and he was saying, you know, we need to work smarter, not harder. And wouldn't that be true with anything in life is we want to uh, put our money where it can work smarter instead of harder for us. We want to be effective and efficient with our time frames so that we can be uh, get the most out of every minute. And so with all that being said, I am learning from my daughter and it's really kind of a wonderful experience and it's creating a, a difference in our communication. Our conversation is at a different level uh, being able to talk to her about business things and money and, and things like that. And what I'm noticing and what I've always said is that, I, you know, with everything that I've learned over this so many years of being on this earth, uh, it's it's a blink of an eye. But for me, it's been quite lengthy, and I'm looking forward to another at least 50, uh, 50 years on this earth. What I have learned is, is that we knowledge is power, and there's things that we don't know. And when we don't know... We don't know, and what we don't know can hurt us. And that sounds kind of silly, but really not. 
So when I'm with friends and I'm with family members and whatnot, and I'm looking at how they handle money, I'm looking at how they're handling their lives and the direction or the decisions they're making, and I know the Lord's looking up, you know, looking down from above and going, oh, my goodness, you know, I just want them to learn more. I want them to to be better. I want them, you know, to have more access and, and whatnot. And he's looking down. He's going, no, 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 don't choose that. Choose this. Choose me. And sometimes we just don't do that. What I'm finding is that delayed gratification is one of those things that is difficult for some people. And if you don't have a direct route, if you don't have a strong why of why you're going to do this instead of that, it causes you to just kind of be, you know, floating. And just whatever comes your way, you're going to you're going to grab onto it. And you're going to go that direction. Oh, maybe that's not right. Oh, maybe I should go over here. And what happens with that is that because you are not firmly committed or have a firm foundation, which is totally biblical, then you're, it's easily, you are easily swayed. If you think about a tree that's next to a river and the roots are not really firm and deep into the soil, then that water gets higher because it rains or whatnot and it comes down. And if you have ever seen a tree that has fallen into the river, it's because the roots weren't firm in foundation. And so we have to be firm in our foundations with our Heavenly Father. But we also have to be firm in our convictions and our purpose here on this earth. And it can really help when you're making decisions moving forward in your life to make the right decisions and, you know, to not have to say you're sorry. If you do it right the first time, you don't have to say you're sorry, right? That's always, I don't know, I I will say I'm sorry, and I think it's really important that we do accept responsibility when we make a mistake. I can remember my mother saying, Susie, you have, uh, you have the option to choose, but what you choose, you're going to suffer the consequence for your actions or you're going to reap the rewards. And isn't that true? So when you're talking about money, when you're talking about how you invest your time, you know, time is an exchange. It's a sacrifice. And so how are you spending your time? And how and placement, where are you spending and where are you placing your money? Is it getting the best return? I'm right now looking at our phone system. And this is a business decision. You know, not all of us are looking at phone systems. Maybe you're looking at a new cell phone. Maybe. But whenever you're making decisions like this, what are you asking yourself? For me, I'm asking the person on the other end, the salesperson, the representative that's, you know, educating me. I have to ask the right question to get the right answer, right? But what is my job? My job is is I want to know what it is I'm going to get and what is it going to cost me. In any transaction where there's money or time transferred, we need to know what's the investment and what am I going to get out of it. So when you're going through life and you're making decisions, is that something you bring to the table? Is that something you're thinking about? We call it in the business world ROI, which is return on investment. And we need to know that the return is going to be there for the amount of time or money we invest. So we need to ask ourselves that question. What's the return on investment? And is this the best use of my money? And this is the best use of my time. And it's really good because it can really narrow your scope, narrow your choices, and keep you focused on what really is important. Let's just go spiritual for a minute. Where are you spending your time? Where are you investing your time? And what is the return on the time you spend understanding and learning who God is and who you are in Christ? When you're learning his scriptures that are going to strengthen you and empower you to move forward in a bad, tough time 
What are you doing during that? Are you spending time in his word? I don't spend enough time. And I think no matter how much time I would spend in the word, it wouldn't be enough. That's me personally. You have to do an inventory, a personal inventory on yourself and ask yourself that question. Where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your money? And make sure you're getting the best return on that investment, that sacrifice, because that's your future. And I learned a long time ago is you are a subtotal of what you do every day, every minute of every day. Your habits create the outcome of your life. And some people, their habits are what's causing them to ask for loans. It's what's causing them to not have what they need to survive. It's causing them to not have what they need to thrive because they're making choices moment by moment and day to day that are not in check with what God would want you to do and not in check with the goal that's down the road. I have another um, podcast radio show. They're all podcasts, nine years of them. And it's talking about goal setting. And people say, how do you accomplish what you accomplish, Sue? And I'm like, I just do what I need to do. But that's not exactly true. I do what I need to do. But part of what I do is I'm pretty exact on what it is I want to accomplish. I I lay out the ground rules for myself. I say, this is what I want. So I'm going to ask you, listener, do you truly, truly in your deepest part of your gut, your heart, do you know what it is you want out of this life? Do you know you only have so many hours, you only have so many days? Are you getting the most out of every minute that's going towards this goal of what it is you really want? Do you want to get married? Do you want to have children? How much money is enough money for you? Get a piece of paper out and write down. Be specific. Because you know how they say, be careful what you pray for. Be specific in what your goals are. Because if you're not specific, how are you going to know when you reach it? How are you going to know when you've actually accomplished the goal? And I always, you know, if you, if you throw darts or if you shoot guns or anything or ride a bike, I found this when I was riding a bike, is that if I looked straight down to, straight, to try to stay on that line in the middle of the street, if I looked straight down, I really could not stay on that line. But if I looked way down the street on that line, and I looked, I, I, my focus was down a ways, just like I'm focused on the target. I'm not looking at the area between this and the target. I'm looking at way down the road. I was, it was much easier for me to stay on track. So there's your visual. There's the life lesson right there is that you don't want to look at where you are right now, except for just that's your start time. It's like when you're looking at a map and you're trying to navigate what store you want to go to or what restaurant when you're looking at, you know, one of those uh, directories, you know, you can see where everything else is. But if you do not see the you are here, then it's kind of hard to figure out which way to go to get to where you want to go. Right. So you need to know where you are. But more importantly, you need to know where you want to go. So what you do next, which was the part of the show that I said that's the title of the show, is when you don't know what to do next, maybe you don't have a clear-cut, specific goal. Maybe you don't understand God's purpose for your life. Maybe you don't know what you're supposed to do. I tell you what, that once you grab a hold of this whole thing and you get a visual of picturing you the way you want to be, where you want to go, 
the kind of life you want to lead, when you get a visual picture inside your mind and you play that movie over and over, it's a mind movie, and if you play that movie over and over again and just you're not really pretending, you're just believing before it's real. Before it's there, you're believing it's there. If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sue Free Show. And I would love for you to go to the website, and the website is Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. My my son always makes fun of me because he kind of says that all the time. Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Uh, anyway, so go there. And when you go there, there are so many things that you can you know, get from there. And they're all free. They're all free. I spent a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort to put things on there so that you would have access to them. Why? Why would I do that? The reason is, is because people have inputted in my life, my whole entire life. And it's my turn. It's my turn to give back, to pay it forward. I love that movie. To pay it forward. And my heart and my goal is to help other people. Because there's been so many people that the Lord has brought into my path that have helped me along the way. And have you ever noticed that some people come and they go because they're there for a time and a season and they have a reason for being there? And then once that season or that reason is gone, they kind of just kind of disappear. Have you ever, do you know anybody like that? Does somebody come to mind right now? Is there a name and a face that comes to mind right now when you think about that? And don't you wonder how that happened? (laughs) It's really simple. For me, it's very simple. Is God loves me enough that he puts people in my path and, and, and surrounds me with people because I'm asking for that. I'm desiring to have the right people with the right message around me. And I, I did a whole show on that, too, is who you surround yourself with is who you become. And it's so true. So pick your, chil- pick your children wisely. Well, you can't really do that. You know, they kind of <laughs> – they just are there. But you choose your friends and your associates, the people that you want to become more like. So you pick them. Don't let them pick you. I've told my children that the whole entire time when they were growing up is you need to pick your friends wisely. In work, in business, same thing applies. Is that I have to know what I'm looking for in, in business people. You know, when I'm, when I'm asking for people to come on board with me in, in Ecola Termite Pest Control Services, I want the best of the best. I want the cream of the crop. I want people that have the right attitude because I can train the skill, but I can't train the attitude. So attitude will determine your altitude, meaning how you look at things and how you uh, believe and how you process what's going on in your life right now can change your whole life, if you can turn that around, how you think about things, your belief system, your faith, your trust, all those things. I did another podcast on forgiveness, and I'm not going to go into that because I'm kind of doing a summary because I want you to understand that there is a lot of work for us to do, for us to be the best of the best. And for me, And my employees and my company and those that are around me know that I strive for excellence. I'm never completely satisfied with what I've created, what I've done, and who I am. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. I'm thankful and I'm content, but I'm not complacent. And I never want to be completely satisfied because I think there's more for us to do on this earth. This morning I woke up at 4 in the morning because I had to do some things And I got on Facebook, and there was a uh, Facebook video 
that was talking about charitable water. And I shared it because this man who went through so many stages in his life and and just gave everything away and he was a party animal and he was getting into a really bad place, decided he was just going to throw all that in and, and go and help and serve someone else. He got on a boat. He got on a boat that went far, far away. He didn't even know where it was. And he saw he was with surgeons, doctors. It was such a neat story. If you go to my Facebook page, you'll see it. I I share it on there, and I have like six different Facebook pages. But I would love for you to connect with me on there. And also on the Sue Free site, you can go there and connect with me too. I would love to hear from you. Um, I don't have all the answers. None of us do. But God does, and he's there for you. And I just want to be used. So if you need resources, if you need prayer, go to Sue Freeze. Spell like fries one word dot com and connect with me there. Tell me what it is you need and I will do my best. I'm the only one that reads it. I will respond to you. I always have. And, it, you know, I will tell you if I can help you or not or direct you in a, in, a, in a direction to where you can get the help you need. And that's really important to me. So I've said a lot so far and uh, it wasn't even part of the show today, but I felt I don't know. I just felt this pull that I needed to do this because of what I'm witnessing and experiencing out there. I want so badly for people to be financially independent. I want people to to be able to build to build or buy a house. I want people to uh, measure up. I want you to measure up. I don't want you to stuff your dreams. You know, I don't want you to hear that little voice that says you can't or you won't or you're not good enough because you are good enough. Because God created you, and he sent his only son to die in your place. Now, if you didn't have value, why would God do that? He wouldn't. He's placed so much value. If you were the only person on this earth, when I really grabbed this, it changed my life forever. When I realized that God sent his only son, and I have only one son, and the thought of me sacrificing my only son is just beyond me. But God did that for you for me, for anyone listening, he did that. Why? Because he loved us so much. How can we stray? How can we, you know, not be in his will, knowing what he sacrificed for us? And when you understand that he did that for you, yes, you, when I said me, really, God, you did that for me, I felt so unworthy. I felt like I had done the ultimate of ultimates, and I felt like I didn't deserve his love, his attendance, his his attention. I I didn't deserve anything. And that was a lie from the devil, because God loves us. He loves you, and he wants you to be with him. And not in heaven right now. He wants you to be on this earth, and he wants you to do his will on this earth. He wants you to fulfill his purpose. And if you're not sure what that purpose is at this moment, here's my checkpoints for you. What are you good at? What brings you the most joy in your life? What do you feel the best about when you're doing it? What makes you feel so good inside that you just bubble over? There's got to be something. And if there's not, if you can't name something, if you can't call out something, my advice to you, look for somewhere, someone that you can serve. Because we are here to, number one, love thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and body. And love thy neighbor is number two. uh, Love thy neighbor as thyself. 
And some of us don't love thyself very much, do we? So love thy neighbor more than you love yourself. And it will build and you will understand more about why you're here. Is that when you start serving, just like this man, the charity water man, he, he decided that he didn't. He wanted to get out of his way and he wanted to get out of him and not think about him anymore. He wanted to serve others. So he went to a, a place where they were drinking water that had parasites and bugs in it. They even showed. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, these children are drinking this water. And it's awful because they were dying. There was one man that talked and he lost four of his five children. And they are saying it's because of the water. And most of the women are the ones that go and get the water from the well, and they're, they're carrying 40-pound water tanks on their backs, and they're hurting their backs so bad that they become uh, just messed up, period, just messed up. And it's so sad. And in my heart, I was just like, oh, my gosh. And here's this one person who got with some other people, and this man, this one surgeon who was taking these huge tumors off these people's faces, and they showed the tumors in these faces, and you, they're just so, you can't even tell where their mouth is. You can't tell where their cheek is. And it shows the before and the after. And it's amazing what they did and accomplished, and they're still doing it. The man got on there. He was doing a six-month stint, and I think it's been nine years, and he's still doing it. And so he just... It just became his mission. Pretty amazing. And then they talk about a nine-year-old girl that um, donated her birthday money. She told her parents, I don't want any money. I want to donate all the money that you would have spent on my birthday, and I want you to put it towards this charity. And this charity um, has shown how 100%, because that's always a, a concern, is, is my money really going to where I'm donating it? And he took the time to explain that 100% of the donations went directly to cleaning the water and making water wells for these places where they don't have clean water. And it's an amazing thing. And I just learned about it this morning at 4 a.m. on Facebook. Facebook can be an amazing thing. It can be a time zap. You know, it really truly can. But it also can be a wealth of information. And, and today I can say that that touched me so much. Uh, that I just wanted to share it. It's Charity Water. If you want to look it up, I'm sure it's charitywater.com. That would be my guess. I don't really know. I just saw it this morning, and I'm just telling you about it this afternoon because I think it's important. So when you aren't sure what to do next, there's a story that I was going to read, but because I took so much time, I'm going to jump right into the four principles in this story, and it's the story of Peter and the fishing nets, if you know anything about story. And I've only got a one minute before break, so don't go away. You stay with me, okay, and we'll come back after the break and, and talk some more. But four principles in this story is vintage Jesus always graciously leading and serving his bewildered disciples. And since we, 21st century disciples, are just as easily bewildered, it's good for us to remember some helpful principles from the story. First, waiting on Jesus is a common experience for disciples. Sometimes we wait for direction. Sometimes we're stuck in a very hard place waiting for release. Sometimes we wait to understand his purposes. Sometimes we wait for his provision. Jesus' timing and purposes are not always clear to us, though they are always best for us. So he wants our faith resting on the rock of his word and not on the sand of circumstances. Ooh, I love that one line. It's so good. So we're going to go to break, and after the break, we're going to come back and learn more. So stick with me, please. Bugs have one instinct, survival, and the coolness of your home draws them in. 
unless E. coli guard your home. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady, owner of E. coli termite and pest control services. And yes, this is her son, Tyson. This hot weather is driving bugs and perhaps rodents yuck, into your home, but we can drive them back out. Our family-friendly pest control method eliminates insects and rodents without causing harm to your family and pets. And right now, we're offering a free pestament to keep the bugs where they belong, outside and far away from your home. Just call us at 877-332-BUGS. We know how to find pests and end their survival. Call us today for a free pestament. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Bugs hate that we make our service so effective. Call 877-332-BUGS. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control, as, as gentle, gentle as, as a, a butterfly. butterfly. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from E. is here. And Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home, but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our E. heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments. It sends electricity through the wood? And you use it as part of your termite control services? They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control. Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call E. coli Termite Pest Control Services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. coli Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring the show. If you'd like to sponsor the show, we would love to hear from you. Go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I should let Tyson say that on the air. Anyway, um, go there and tell me what you're, you're thinking, what you're wanting, and I can help you. I've been advertising a long, long, long time on radio, like 29 years. And I think I've learned a few things along the way. And so since this show is syndicated and it goes from San Diego all the way up to San Luis Obispo and on the Internet is worldwide. So if you want to know, like if you're in San Diego, thank you, San Diegans, for joining in. Venturians, thank you for joining in. Santa Maria, Orange County, L.A., it's so wonderful to be on the show with you today. But listen, if you're in one area and you want to just advertise on the area in which you can serve, that makes total sense, and we can do that too. So get in contact with me, and I will help you, and it's a lot less expensive being on my show and sponsoring my show. Then once you test the market and you see that the ROI is there, then I will turn you on to a sales rep for one of these stations or all of them, depending on where you serve. And then I'll connect you and you can expand upon the ROI and get more customers because in business we need customers, don't we? So there you go. So before the break, um, I was talking about, uh, you know, this line. I love this line about... Uh, so he wants our faith resting on the rock of his word and not on the sand of circumstance. And isn't that interesting? At the very beginning of the show, I was talking about a firm foundation and the, and the tree being firmly rooted. And this is the same thing. Sand is not something that you can firmly root your 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 roots into. You root your roots in. You get my message. Anyway, 
Uh, on a side note, uh, on break, I was looking at Facebook Live because I'm on Facebook Live, and there is a person on there that I wanna I wanna just shout out to, and it's Susan Bondi Fortuna, and she is the lady that started with her dad, uh, Ecola Services, and the Electrogun Ega ninety thousand volts of electricity to zap them dead, and uh, I just want to say a shout out to her because. She always gives me this most amazing birthday present every year. It's just her way. She's a very, very thoughtful, giving human being, and I just adore her. I wish I had more time with you, Susan Bondi. But anyway, um, this year she decided not to give me a birthday present for me, but it, it is so much better. She gave me um, a gift, a very nice, nice gift that for the DSF Foundation. The DSF Foundation is something that those have listened, have heard for, I mean, I've been talking about this for the whole time I've been on the radio, but it's becoming real now. It's a God dream thing, and we've been renovating it. My son is here today, and he has been working very hard along with Stephen and myself, and Tiana's been involved, Mark's been involved. There's a lot of names I could name right now to get this house ready for domestic violence mothers with children. Uh, just to have a place for them to start over. And when we were looking for a name, uh, we came up with the initials or the acronym of DSF. And DSF, I thought it was going to be Dreams Set Free because this is a dream of mine, but it's really not mine. It's God's dream that he put in me. And it's taken until 60-something years for it actually to happen. But it's something I have talked about since a long, I, I don't even know how many years ago. But it started in my heart and in my head when I was probably 12 years old. And so now, you know, look at how many years it took. But you know, it's God's timing, not our timing. And it's our way of knowing that it's God. It's not me. It's not Sue Freeze. It's not Tyson. It's not Steve. It is God's dream. And then we are just uh, being looked at as and, and being asked to help. Anybody that wants to help with this DSF, which stands for, Tiana came up with it, Disciples Set Free. I like that so much more. What are your thoughts? Dream set free or disciple set free? I love the disciple element because uh, I have scriptures in every single room in the house because we want to, set, you know, God's setting them free, starting them over so that they can be um, great examples, disciples, and mothers for their kids. You know, they need to have a new start so that they can just move along and uh, have a healthy safe place to start out and grow and so that's what we're doing and uh it's really a wonderful thing tyson has devoted so many hours steve has devoted so many hours like almost every weekend uh painting and learning how to tile there's so many stories we could tell you about how god has intervened to make this happen and um i think tyson has actually liked it i think he's enjoyed it it is a lot of work it's been really hot sometimes but it's been really a wonderful thing for him to be part of, too. So getting back to the message for today, and thank you, Susan, for uh, the donation. I really appreciate it, and definitely it's already spent, but I thank you so much for that. <laughs> if anybody else would like to donate, just, uh, you know, you can go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com, and you can donate. Um, just Talk to me on there. Connect with me there. And then I can tell you how we can move forward on that. Second, when we're not sure what to do next, do the next thing. I'm sure the disciples had prayed for guidance during those days, but no clear instructions had come. Fishing just seemed like a good idea. As it turned out, it was exactly what the Lord wanted them to do. Jesus was leading them just differently. As they did the next thing, Jesus met them and directed them. 
Third, Jesus is in complete control. Peter and his friends were experienced fishermen. They did their best, yet caught nothing. But that morning, they discovered again that Jesus was sovereign over their decisions, the boat, the sea, the fish, and time. Fourth, Jesus is always serving us, even when we can't see it. He serves us in every conceivable way, from the payment of our sins to our call, to the fish we catch, to a breakfast on the beach, to our eternal home. Jesus loves to work for those who wait for him, Isaiah 64, 4. In following Jesus, there are seasons of bewildering intensity and seasons of bewildering waiting. He does not want us to panic during either. He is in control of both. When you don't understand his ways, trust his word. And when you're not sure what to do next, do the next thing. I love it. I love it. When I was preparing for this, I had asked, asked Lydia, my assistant, I said, you know that scripture that talks about perseverance, character, and character hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. It's Romans 5, 4 through 13, and it's talking about, you know, perseverance and character and hope. And, you know, think about the times when you've had really tough times. You might be going through a tough time right now, and you might not know what to do next. So do the next thing. If you don't know what that is, one step in front of the other and just go through until something drives you in another direction. Writing down, being clear of what it is you want will help you. It will help you so much. If you're in a bad place, if you're in a bad relationship, if you're in something that is not allowing you to feel safe, if it's not allowing you to be you, you know, if you're having to totally close down and, and not shine your light, God doesn't want your light snuffed out. He doesn't. He wants your light to shine bright. So you need to ask yourself the question, what it is you want, what's not happening, and, and just do the next best thing. Do, do the next thing, all right? And ask the Lord. Always ask, because he says, ask and you shall receive, right? That's what he says. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. So are you doing those things? Are you doing those things? Oh, I, I have so much I want to talk about. So I'm going to go into this because I want to talk about wealth and prosperity. You know, God doesn't say that money is bad, does he? He doesn't say that money is bad. Some people have this mental block saying that they shouldn't drive a nice car and that they shouldn't do this and they shouldn't do that. And, you know, that money is a bad thing. Money is not a bad thing. The love of money is a bad thing. If you put money before people, if you put money before serving. But here's the thing is that I talk to people and they're saying, oh, I want to I wanna be a servant and I want to be used. Um, I want to go donate my time. And if you have time, that's great. But sometimes maybe you don't have time, but maybe you have money. And sometimes money can go further. And so it's not a bad thing to have money. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not money. So the Bible is full of scriptures about your financial increase, wealth, and prosperity. If you're praying for a financial breakthrough, there's no better place to turn than to God's wisdom spilled out in his word. God's word is life Life to our bodies, life to our spirit, life to our relationships, and life to our finances. As believers, as we read, memorize, and think about God's word concerning money, we'll find every answer we need within its pages. 
Pray these 18 Bible verses about wealth and prosperity as you believe God for the breakthrough you need to gain victory once and for all in your finances. The first one is highlighted, and it's on debt. Are you in debt right now? Define debt. What is debt to you? And do you want to get out of debt? And how bad do you want to get out of debt? And if somebody gave you the magic wand and the magic potion to get you out of debt, would you listen? Proverbs 22, 7. Just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. Romans 13, 8. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's love. Financial responsibility, 1 Timothy 5, 8. But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. Luke sixteen eleven, And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? Ooh. Proverbs thirteen twenty two. Good people leave an inheritance to their grandchildren, but the sinner's wealth passes to the godly. Proverbs twenty one twenty. The wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. I'm going to underline that one. There's so many times I see people and they're spending their money unwisely and they don't understand. For instance, credit card. Here's, here's one that I learned a long time ago. I've taught my kids is that, you know, if you're going to use a credit card, make sure you can pay it off. When that bill comes in, don't spend more than you can pay off in one month. Don't have credit card debt. Because they charge you so much, it's ridiculous, and it puts you under, you know, 20%, 25%, 28% I have seen. And I'm like, how do you ever recover? How do you ever get out of that debt? So do not use more than you have. That's so important. Here's the other thing. The credit card you're using, does it have an annual fee? And what does that annual fee bring you? Does it give you extra somethings? Okay, there, this world is a world of reward points. This world is where you can get more. Okay, so you have to be smart. And you have to ask the right questions. Because you need to learn all you can learn so you can have your money go farther. Let's work smarter, not harder. So if you're going to use a credit card, not a debit card, but if you're going to use a credit card, you want to make sure that credit card gives you more than just the use of the money for 30 days. And you do not want to exceed that 30 days and pay extra for that money that you use. This is the Sue Freeze Show on the flagship station, KKLA 99.5. And I am so grateful and thankful and just humbled, beyond humbled, to be on the show with you today. So look at your credit cards. Are they giving you anything more than the use of their money? And if you cannot pay it off, don't spend it. That's easy to some. Not so easy for others, but it's a habit that you need to change. All right? It's just that simple. So now, if you're going to use your credit card, you're going to pay it off in 30 days. Why not get more for your money? What do I mean? Okay. Um, Southwest. It's a great credit card. I use my credit card all the time, the Southwest credit card. Why? Because I can actually get a companion pass. That means I can get another person to fly for free once I spend so much money. And if I'm going to spend the money anyway, why not? Why not? American Airlines has reward points. For every dollar I spend, I get a mile. Now, mind you, I have to spend quite a few dollars to get a trip, but I'm still spending the money. So why not? Don't get a credit card that doesn't give you anything more. Why? Don't do it. Okay, so that's my helpful hint on that. On giving, 
Luke 6.38. Now, this is really tough for a lot of people. Really tough to be giving. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. You know, I can even, I I like principles like principles, right? And I always tell people, the more you put in, the more you're going to get out. And to the level you put in, the level you get out. For instance, studying for a test. How many of you have gone into a test and you haven't studied very well and you didn't do very well? Maybe you got lucky and you did really well. I don't know. But usually you don't because you have to put the time in to get the reward out. It's just a rule of life. It's just one of those life things, okay? So the more you put in, the more you get out. <sighs> Proverbs 3, 9, 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce, not the last fruits, but your first fruits. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Malachi three eight ten. Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me, but you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. And that's Malachi 3, 8, 10. If you don't believe me, open your Bibles and read it yourself. Deuteronomy sixteen seventeen. all must give as they are able, according to the blessings given to them by the Lord. Now, I have friends that don't have a lot of money, but they have time. So they're, you know, it's an exchange, right? We said that before. It's an exchange. Your time is an exchange for money. You know, if you work really hard, you're investing time in your work and it's giving you return on investment, which is your money. But sometimes we don't have a lot of money to give, but we have time on our hands at the moment. So look for what you have available to you. Moses, the best teacher of management and whatnot, is he used what he had in his hand. Think about that. Moses used what he had in his hand. We need to use what we have available to us. Not everybody can do equal. Not everybody can do the same. But your contribution is your contribution. And every contribution comes with sacrifice. How much of a sacrifice are you contributing? How much? Could you do more? And where are you going to apply that? Where are you going to do that? For me, I want to help anybody and everybody. And I know that my gifts are, uh, you know, business. I have a lot of business experience. I've been through the fire, like, many times. And every time I've gone through something, I'm like, wow, God, you tell me you won't give me more than I can handle, but this sure feels like it right now. Can you relate? And when I endure and I get through that fire, when I thought I wasn't going to make it and I, you know, I had this thing going, okay, God, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. And something would happen and things would shift because of my faithfulness or my, my hope or my asking everybody I can think of to ask, how do I fix this? What can I do? You know, because we don't have all the answers, but God does. And he uses people, doesn't he? So don't hold back. Ask questions. There's no problem with asking questions. But when I endured and I got through these times, thank you, God, and it was God getting me through these, you know, single set of footprints, that whole poem about where were you? And he was carrying me. Okay. And he was carrying me and he got me to the other side. But what I realized is that through that fire and through that time, 
I realized that I was going to make it and that I, I got through it. So then the next time you have a battle or you have something that you have to get through, you're strengthened because of what you already experienced back before. So here's a little note, golden nugget for parents. Don't do too much for your kids. Because when you do, they are not strengthened enough to be able to handle fire on their own because they're used to you picking them up and carrying them over the finish line. I have people working for me right now, and sometimes I see that they are doing more than they need to because their their children need to grow up. And how do we grow up? Think about how you've grown up. You've grown up by going through the fire. You've grown up, and it doesn't mean don't do for your kids because we love our kids and we want to do everything we can for our kids. Believe me, I know. I do everything I can for my children. But I also know that they need to go through things to get to the other side so that they know what they can endure. And sometimes there's been times where I just wanted to save them and pull them out of whatever they were in. And I thought, no, that's not doing that, that child a favor because they need to see what they're made of. They need to see that they can get through this and they're going to get to the other side. And then we can talk about do they want to continue on that road or do they want to go on another one. But at least they, they, they proved to themselves that they didn't break and that they made it through. And that's such a positive thing to know that you can get through a really tough time when everything looks like it's going wrong and it ends up being right. And it's really a wonderful thing. On greed, Hebrews 13.5, don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. Luke 12.15, then he said, beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. You can't take it with you. You realize that right? You know, there's that old saying is, you know, the man that dies with the most toys wins. No, they don't. Think about it. That person is dying alone, and he probably uh, had to do without relationship in order to have all of those things. So is that the really the best thing? I would think not. But it depends on where your love and your, your, you know, your heart is. What do you want out of life? It goes back to that. What do you want? What do you want? I'm asking you right now because God wants to know. God wants to know what you want. And you need to be specific. Be specific, be clear, because then you're going to know when you reach it. And then you're going to redo, right? You're going to have to come up with new plan and a new idea of what you want to do. Philippians 4.19 on God's provision. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Proverbs 10.22. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Jeremiah 17, 7, 8. I hope this is good. I think scriptures are so important because it builds your faith and it builds your hope. And it lets you know that God's right there with you. We need to be reading more scripture. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted. Oh, isn't this something? They are like trees planted along a river bank. Thank you, God. With roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Isn't that interesting? I don't have time to go into the rest of this, uh, the, the, the next page I had was three steps to trusting God more in your life. So the problem is that this is the exact opposite of how God wants us to react to the difficult circumstances in our lives, meaning we doubt that God is going to come through for us, we lack faith in his promises, and we worry ourselves with endless thoughts about our future. Is that you? 
when times are tough and things aren't going your way, that's when we find it the most difficult to trust God. Is that true for you? Trust isn't an easy thing to come by, but it's one of the most important parts of our relationship with God. And in my 60-odd years of life, I would tell you that trust is probably the biggest, biggest thing that we need in any relationship. If you cannot trust a person, there is no future in that relationship. And that doesn't matter if it's a friend. It doesn't matter if it's an employee. It doesn't matter if it's your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife. If you cannot trust the people that you have in your life, then you don't have a relationship. So what do you do if you're the person that's not trustworthy? What if you're the one that nobody trusts? How do you make that right? If you don't know the answer, the answer is is to go ask them for forgiveness and to feel bad and, and have, you know, sorrow. I mean, feel bad about what you've done. And I don't know. I don't have the answer on whether that person's going to forgive you or not. But it does say in the Bible, the level in which you forgive, you too shall be forgiven. And all of us need forgiveness because all of us fall short of the glory of God. We all are sinning. So if you're the one that can't be trusted, work on that and be trustworthy. Have your word count. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Until next week. Bye-bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.